Hey there, Thriver. I'm Michelle Clark, author of Woman Up, the book and the podcast. And if you've come for inspiration, some shenanigans and some general bullshit busting, then you've landed in the right place. I hope you have a fabulous time listening to this podcast and that it really does shift you forward. I'd love to hear from you at the end of the podcast. You can reach out to me on michelle at michellebusinesscoach.com. I'd love to hear your story. Have fun listening. See you out the other side. How to kill your business. Hey, you've got Michelle Clark here, the author of Woman Up, the podcast and the book. A bit tongue-in-cheek, the title of my podcast today, but I want to talk a little bit about how not to kill your business, really. So we take a beautiful thing, something straight from soul, something that really sings to our tribe and makes us feel expansive and therefore is going to get all the clients and make us all the money and we trample all over it we squash it into a box we kill the vibe and then we wonder why the hell it didn't work why the hell it didn't launch why where the hell are all the clients now what has made me think about this today i'm going to tell you a little bit of a story even though i'm a self-confessed not a great storyteller so that you can kind of relate it, so that you sort of understand it, because we don't understand how we're like, yeah, but I'm following soul, and I'm, I'm doing what I know the world needs, and I'm, I feel great about it, and we do feel great about what we're doing, but we layer all the shit around the outside that just doesn't need to be there. So the story I'm going to tell you today is about the equestrian world, because you would be surprised just how often my animals, my, my menagerie of animals here on my farm teach me about the business world. Now, the equestrian world is actually very similar to the business world. It's full of crazy people. It's full of people that have freedom as their highest value. And it's full of people who force and try and put their way of doing things onto others. So us business owners, right? We like to be in charge, let's face it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a business. And us entrepreneurs, our highest value is freedom. That's why we resist the structures. That's why we resist the timetabling and and all of the systems that would actually allow us to get the freedom if we allowed them to. But it's exactly the same in the equestrian world. We take a beautiful wild horse. I mean, you know that I've, I've talked to you before. I have a, I have a wild Kaimanawa. She has a completely beautiful spirit. Now, I let someone ride her the other day, and she's like, oh my God, she doesn't know any of the leg aids, and I feel like she's not listening to what I'm saying, and it's like, you know, like I'm not in charge, and I'm like, you're not in charge. This horse was in the wild until she was nine years old, and you're never in charge of a 500-kilogram animal. You know, you are there as their guest. You have a relationship, but if you want to try and be the boss Sure, you can be the boss, you can use spurs, you can use whips, you can use all hideous kinds of bits that I would never use and that I don't need to use because when I ride, it's a relationship where we're giving and we're taking and I'm working within the wild nature of it. Now, this is where it's similar to business, where you get this wild idea and it's free and then you try and put a bit and a bridle and a whip and spurs all over it and fit it into something that you think it should be and let it, instead of allowing what it should be. So what we, what some people do in the equestrian world is they take a beautiful animal and they teach it leg aids and they make it go down on the bit and then they're like, oh, this horse is dead, like it's dead in the eyes, it's dead in the soul. Yeah, because you're making it run around in a circle do the, doing the same shit day after day after day and it does what you ask and then you ask it to do the same thing again and it does what you ask and in the end it's little soul just gives up. And that was you, right? Back when you're in your job, do you remember? You had this great idea and it got crushed and then you got up and you did it all over again and then you got up and you did it all over again you thought, 
fuck this shit, and you built your own business to be in Seoul. But then you have this beautiful idea and you wake up full of ideas and you're, you're so close to Seoul, right? Because you've just been sleeping and dream traveling. And then you get this idea and then you're like, right, how do I market it? What words are going to sell? What platforms does it need to go out on? And you crush it exactly the same way that your dreams were crushed when you were working for someone else. So <laughs> this podcast today, how to kill your business, is to treat it like a job. It's just try and squash that beautiful soulness that wants to come out of you. You don't have to have an amazing funnel. You don't even have to have an amazing logo or brand. All you have to have is really complete and utter alignment to your soul. Does that mean you shouldn't do all the marketing things? Does that mean that you shouldn't advertise? No, it doesn't mean any of those things. You should absolutely do the work as well, but make sure that you're not squashing soul when you're doing it. Don't fit into a box. There is no box, babe. We're here to change the world, and we won't change the world by continuing to be the same as everyone else. You're brave. I know you're brave if you're listening to this podcast because it's only for us crazy ones that are actually here to shift the earth on its axis. We've had enough of doing things the hard way. We've had enough of seeing people struggle. We want the world to be better, and we're going to make it that way. So remember, my darlings, together we shall rise. No more fitting into a box. No more killing your business. No more saying no to soul. Have a great day, Ford. Bye for now.